Okay, we are. You better live. not fucking say, God damn it, <laughs> God damn it, every time we are. I'm sorry about that, audience members, all eight viewers. Um, well, I'm trying to just keep this consistency. You know, you call that consistency. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. Consistently. Well, if you horrible. do. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it's the consistency. So. Well, we are back with uh, episode 39 today. 39. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting topic. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, fresh coming back from uh, three-day hiking, camping. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience, right? So yeah. this is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So we're going to talk about nature. Mm-hmm. We flew out to see our friends out there in Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Marty and Tasha. Love you guys. Beautiful people. And we went for a 37-mile hike with... I think it was about 8,000 feet of elevation gain mm-hmm. over the hike. Several peaks covered, and it was gorgeous. It was, <sighs> to say the least, yeah. breathtaking, mm-hmm. wonderful, frightening, um, just a ton of different emotions. Yeah. Things occurred through the hike, but absolutely exhilarating, wonderful, magnificent, and was just such a stark reminder of the importance of nature mm-hmm. and to continually put yourself in it. Yeah, because it brings to light a lot of things about yourself and questions. It poses questions to you and challenges right. you, mm-hmm. and it's more than just a physical challenge. It's emotional and spiritual challenge as well. Yeah, and I don't think the importance could be understated. Or sorry, let me rephrase it. I don't think the importance can be overstated mm-hmm. or overvalued. Yeah, I think everything we're ever going to do to talk about nature to other people, we're going to be missing the mark and undervaluing it. So yeah. The only way to really know it, as we always talk about with every episode, yeah, pretty much every topic, you got to get out there and experience. Experience, yeah, it's paramount. Mm-hmm. This is king. It is queen. Yeah, the highest level of excellence is through experience. Yes, we've talked about it um, so many times, and we will continue to talk. We will continue to bring it out uh, because it's so important. The uh, understanding through. So conceptual understanding and experiential understanding are two different things. Yeah. 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 I think by now you guys are starting to see the reoccurring theme here. Mm -hmm. We go out into the world, we take those concepts, Mm -hmm. and then we get the experience, and then we try to discuss where they butt heads, where they agree, and what they miss entirely. Mm -hmm. So the contrast between those two things I think is a lot of our conversation actually. Yeah. It's the experience and the concepts we have. Yeah. We pretty much daily talk about this. Um, that's why we continue to seek um, another experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The next experience we're going to have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think first and foremost, if you're listening to this podcast, you should mm-hmm. be looking up right now where you can go outside and get into nature. Right. And ideally that nature is pretty pretty wild in the wilderness, devoid of a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe your friends are going with you. But it can put you in a challenging and unique situation where you have to rely on, you know, mental fortitude to get through the situation. Or, you know, maybe just take your mind off some of the mm-hmm. hiking you're doing. Or yeah anything that's a bit monotonous a bit of a trudge you know Mm -hmm. a bit painful it can really start to raise some interesting questions in your head yeah especially when you're surrounded by the sublime Mm -hmm. it really does a great job of reminding you 
how small you are. I mean, I'm sure you got that feeling, especially when we're hiking down to the Valley Pass, you know, far. Okay, mm-hmm. look, we're not extremely far away from civilization, but we're not easily accessible. Right, right? it's far <laughs> enough, man, far enough that uh, once you, you know, get into, um, you know, a certain part of those mountains, there's no way back. You have to continue to, you know, go forward. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then... Yes, there are a lot of people hiking, but uh, we started a hike on Thursday, right? Uh, Friday morning. Oh, Friday morning. Sorry. Yeah, Friday morning. So, uh, actually, there were not a lot of people. Um, yeah. For the first day, actually, we encountered, what, like only a few people, yeah, right, along the way? Yeah, a couple photographers. I think that's it. Yeah. So, anyway, if you go uh, hike deep in the mountain, uh, it can be actually dangerous if you don't pay attention. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, even paying attention, we <laughs> found ourselves in some harrowing situations <laughs> yes. with our epic bull moose friends. Right. Wow. By the way, that was my first time actually seeing moose um, in person for the first time. They are gigantic animals. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize Unreasonably that. Unreasonably large. Yes. Uh, magnificent, too. Right? Yeah. 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 So we were at this little pass. uh pretty much like right at a stream right next to a meadow and there were some bull moose out there and they mm-hmm. were appeared to be grazing they were they were fucking big for sure yeah so they were in the path we needed to cross and we couldn't cross another way just because of the conditions of the the land being wet damp water blah 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 mm-hmm. and we decided we're going to walk past them you know just don't make eye contact <laughs> you know pay attention but nothing aggressive no quick mm-hmm. motions things of that nature we, we're aware of their territorial, we're aware of what to look for, pinned ears, things of that nature. And again, I think we got a little too close. Um, I was the last in the group. There's four of right. us. And we're making our way up the hill, and you're right in front of me, and I'm watching, and <laughs> the moose starts charging me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I'm like, calmly charging <laughs> i take off running <laughs> you yeah. know we all we all scatter it was a bluff charge right mm-hmm. so this is something they do typically to just challenge you and see if you're actually going to engage with them and of course luckily they didn't pursue and we just continue on our path but it was a very yeah. exciting moment and i think it can be again i'm not saying go out in the woods so you get fucking charged by a moose and yeah. realize some things about yourself i'm totally not saying that's the way to mm-hmm. go it's actually entirely avoidable but you're encountered with a moment where there's something much greater than you mm-hmm. and it's alive and it's an animal yeah and it reminds you like whoa wait i'm an animal and in this situation mm-hmm. i'm the incapable animal yeah you know right. fucking ego check big time <laughs> yeah you know suddenly it's like oh shit i'm not a big man on campus i can't just make choices that are going to yeah. be control in my complete control it just made you realize instantly like wow we're really not in control mm-hmm. we're at the mercy of the mountain we're at the mercy of wilderness we're yeah. at the mercy of nature and i think that's a very real and fundamental aspect of reality yeah that we fell to give credit to we mm-hmm. fell to give that credit to the universe that you know for the most part we're really really insignificant you know, by the same token, we have a lot of power and a lot of ability to act and enact mm-hmm. certain things and bring to light certain realities. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also good that we're consistently also reminding ourselves that, yeah, a lot of this is out of my control. Yeah. You know, right. in that situation, 
I can handle my emotions, mm-hmm. how I'm going to deal with this particular situation. Yeah. Because, I mean, right then and there, we could all have been like, this is fucked up, turn back, we're not passing. Mm-hmm. Or there could have been any other numerous outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. But it elicits a very specific reaction, and you don't really know certain things about yourself until you're put into these situations. Yeah. And again, this doesn't necessarily need to be an animal. This can be just nature itself because you want to talk about what happened on the second day? Second day? Yeah, so we're uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, on the way to this second campsite and they start to pouring down. And um, we um, try to avoid the rain, uh, wait it till, you know, die out. But it wasn't. And um, we're talking flash floods. I mean, water is running yeah. beneath our feet. We're on rock slab area. Yeah, it's totally pooling. getting wet. Yeah. And then literally, I think Tasha said, could it get much worse? And it started hailing. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, it went to the point where we decided not to go to campsite, even though it was like 0.7 miles away from us because it was, you know, pouring down too much. So we just decided to um, set up our camp on a non-campsite. Um, it was quite dangerous because uh, I most of our, um, not most of them, couple, was that just one sleeping bag that was wet or a couple of them? Dude, almost all the sleeping, okay, one sleeping bag was completely drenched, mm-hmm. so there's a party of four, so one sleeping bag's completely out. Right. Yours got wet at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then the other sleeping bags got wet at the bottom as well. Yeah. So all our gear was completely soaked, mm-hmm. and we're setting it up there, it's getting dark, it's cold, our heat source um, or not heat source, but our cooking source because there's no fires due to the dry nature. Yeah, and, the and then we're not supposed to start fire, Yeah, right? Yeah, so we're trying to rely on this tiny little thing to boil some water, and it's taking forever, and it barely works. But Marty's the man. He got it working, you know? Yeah. And we're not by water, a water source, so going to puddles to try to collect water for a gravity filter. Mm-hmm. It's just a really dire situation. Mm-hmm. I mean... I was, like, I had a shirt on and underwear. I'm laying next to you in the tent trying to warm up. We were in a single sleeping bag. We're big guys. That shit did not fucking work at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, this is so messed up. And just thinking, like, wow, the mountains are a super dangerous place. And we may not get out of here. Like, this Mm -hmm. is pretty, like, potentially dire straits. There's no cell phone coverage. You know, the only way out is to hike. And we were told earlier in the day there was a rock slide on the passage out, which is another, I think it was 10 to 12 miles with a lot of elevation gain. So we're just sitting there thinking like, wow, this is going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be really rough. What were you, what were you thinking in that moment? What did it, what did it honestly, summon to you? Honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't really desperate, honestly. I knew that it would be fine um, mm. because, yes, it could Inexperience. be... Inexperience. <laughs> no, actually, I experienced I it a lot of when I was in the military. I mean, it, even though it was an annual thing, like camping, like four or five day camping uh, annually, we do... Well, it's twice a year, actually. Uh, one, in, one in summer and one in the winter. So, um, and then another thing was that, yes, it was raining. We were cold, wet, but at the same time, the temperature wasn't too low. Um, so I knew that we would be fine. It's just that, uh, don't get me wrong. It was, it was quite dangerous. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. 
Yeah, hypothermia. Bitch. The sleeping bag, like I said, uh, mine was only bottom part was wet, not entirely wet. Yeah, Inside yeah. was completely dry, so I knew that would be fine. At least you and I can share, mm-hmm. could share the one sleeping bag. Even though we tried to fit in the, <laughs> one <laughs> sleeping bag, it wasn't working, and we couldn't at really all. zip it up <laughs> at all. Yeah, we we're super close, uh, but still, you were not getting um, the warmth. Yeah, that you needed no, at, at the all, time, yeah. right? So it was quite dangerous, but um, more than anything, it was just a little tedious, you know, um, because we don't really experience that in in our normal lives, right? Mm-hmm. Because pretty much anything we can access, you know, shower, hot water, food, everything's there. All we have to do is, you know, take a few steps. We get it, right? But in the kind of situation. We're also in a hurry to uh, install the uh, uh, tent because mm-hmm. it was pouring down. So we did a horrible job, rather not a perfect job. So that, um, how do you call that? The uh, the top thing that rainfly, rainfly, yeah, that was not covering the tent entirely, right? Because we were missing, uh, or couldn't find a shaft, right? So actually, next morning, uh, my bottom uh, bottom of the uh, sleeping bag was more wet, <laughs> and uh, the tent was wet too. Mm-hmm. So if 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 it rained more, uh, it could have been really bad situation. I for know. Sure. Yeah. If had we woken up and it was continued to rain, mm-hmm. it would have been fucking really shitty. Mm-hmm. Really and shitty. I'm sure you woke several times. Oh yeah, man. I didn't. Right? I, I did basically didn't sleep. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I mean, how can you? Yeah. But fortunately, it was not because of the temperature. If it was the temperature that woke us up, that could have been, you know, you know, really yeah. bad situation. Yeah. Super negative situation. And yeah. then you and I, you know, I had running shoes that are not mm-hmm. waterproof, and you had flats. Yeah. Like 80s Reeboks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah. So I thought, because I don't have any, um, you know, special shoes. I mean, I have some boots, but those are casual boots, you know, fashion yeah. boots. And I have one running uh, shoes, but those are meant to be for uh, paved uh, roads. That's not meant to be for trails uh, at all. And so I decided to just wear my uh, sneakers from Reebok sneakers. It's like 80s, this classic design. Uh, The outsole is really thin. It's just a rubber, basically, you know, nothing. Um, And I was feeling the terrain, a lot of them, probably more than 50% of the terrain uh, that we hiked was very rocky and i was feeling every rock dude <laughs> oh, man, that, <laughs> that was horrible but um it was okay overall i mean yeah. 37 miles in that kind of shoes it's doable guys <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah my shoes actually held up really well except mm-hmm. for the waterproof factor but yes. again my feet are rougher because of all the barefoot stud i've done mm-hmm. so i was fortunate in that regard but you guys had developed some pretty gnarly blisters it seems by the end of it yeah, I was fine the entire time. Well, actually, the first day I got one blister. Next day was okay, and um, pretty much after that I was fine until the last two hours of hiking, um, including just regular road. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I developed a lot of blisters in my feet, but um, the bigger problem was for me uh, was my LCL injury because I hadn't fully. I still haven't recovered from it. I thought it would be fine. I, I guess it was my, um, I guess part of it, it, it is ignorance and uh, inexperience or just too much confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, I can do that. Well, it, it was supposed to be like 25, three, three miles, 25 miles. 
uh, yeah, I don't know what it originally was supposed to be, but yeah, it was twenty some miles. So I thought, yeah, I've done that before. You know, I can do it. But uh, some detours, <laughs> <laughs> detours, and terrain. Some of the terrains were uh, pretty rough. Uh, high elevation gains. Um, so my knee, uh, the LCL, the injured part, was feeling it. Yeah, from like the later, uh, the second day, uh, I was feeling it. Um, yeah. No, I mean I had similar issues. So we're hiking down second day, and I don't have any knee issues. I've had knee issues in the past, but just the wear and tear downhill. I mean, by the <sighs> yeah. last day, we were all walking in town, basically. <laughs> as stiff as people can walk mm-hmm. going into the bar but i mean yours was more serious than mine i think yeah your ba- back of your knees were um, dude they were swollen yeah they were definitely swollen bad swollen with a lot of fluid but again mm-hmm. this is one of those situations that's super valuable to get in life because we've all been there it's mm-hmm. like yeah things suck but you know it's going to end and you just have to do it yeah and all of us were troopers, you know, right? Nobody was complaining. Nobody was bitching about it. It was mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, we can still make the most of this and make it mm-hmm. enjoyable. And I think the wilderness and, again, nature, going back to it, gives you this mm-hmm. unique opportunity to be in a uncomfortable situation, but you still have to maintain some semblance of sanity mm-hmm. and joy. Yeah. And if you can make joy in these trying situations, which is really easy to do when you're surrounded by beauty and you have a mindset that can really dig into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just extremely valuable. Right. And then, you know, special shout out to Marty and Tasha. They prepared everything, you know, yeah, I selected the loop, the route, uh, you know, preparing foods, you know, the gears and everything. So uh, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Without you guys, we wouldn't have had this amazing journey. Yeah, and, we would know. have just gone 25 miles, you know, not got lost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'm just like, laughs> no, I mean, we're we're idiots, you know. We mm-hmm. flew from Phoenix out to Denver, and I think the highest elevation we got to is like 12,500 feet around there. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't I don't recollect, but yeah, we significantly lower, right? Yeah, we yeah. had no we had no issues with the elevation, and breathing was pretty easy. So yeah. we're, we're very fortunate in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that lends itself again to why it's important to just try to stay in shape mm-hmm. to some degree because a lot of people actually didn't go on this hike because they were worried about the distance. These are people that live in Colorado too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're worried about the distance right. or worried about whatever it is. But you'd be surprised how far willpower can take you. Yeah. Even though, yeah, fucking all of us were hurting in some way. We mm-hmm. all were tenacious, yeah. motivated joyful and that's what got us through the wilderness yeah it was a really deep bonding experience and right made you really appreciate mm-hmm. i mean truly appreciate nature and i've had this experience numerous times this mm-hmm. deep appreciation but every single time i come back to it the love gets deeper and yeah. i learn more about myself and more about the nature and the way the universe seems to present itself as if nature is this has this medicinal healing property mm-hmm. of the soul. Yeah. And it's just calling out to you. It says, hey, who do you think you are? You go out into nature, your ego is going to get in check real quick. Yeah. And reality is going to come right to head with nature. Yeah. And you may not like the outcome. Yeah. Or you might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and rather like, oh, shit, okay, maybe, maybe I see things pretty clearly. 
Yeah. Thank you, nature. Yeah. But there's always something it can teach you or some introspection that can be gained if you're willing just to listen to the sounds yeah. of the mountain, the rivers, the streams, the buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for you freebies. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to go into the deeper part here. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.